engineered, driven, created. You're listening to the B Velocity podcast, and this is episode three. I'm Deborah, and I'm Sophie, your hosts for tonight. And we will be speaking to our guest, Laura Lusted, who you might know as that Skyline Gal. Laura has recently set up Stand Supreme, which has attracted a lot of attention and has most definitely been keeping her busy. Also, we're going to be driving into learning more about the automotive side of things, which include the car modified scene. Hello, Laura. Welcome and thank you for joining us this evening. How are things and how have you been coping with the new project Stand Supreme? Uh, evening, girls. Thank you for the invitation for this. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, Stan Supreme. It's been a bit of a roller coaster in the last, what, four weeks? <laughs> it's gone from like, yeah, nothing to it's growing quite quickly, actually. It's gone a bit crazy. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So, yeah. I mean, we're interested, really interested to know more about it. And Deborah, especially, I know, um, is interested. So I'll let her do all the talking. <laughs> so um, could you tell us a little bit more about Stan Supreme and what you aim to achieve from it? Okay, so the idea of Stand Supreme is that anyone has the right, no matter what you drive, no matter what you look like, um, no matter what, you have the right to Stand Supreme next to your your car, your your motorbike, whatever sort of automotive vehicle you have. Um, for anyone that's kind of experienced online bullying um, or anxiety or stress or anything like that due to being put down by a keyboard warrior um or you know if anyone just people that like to put people down the idea of stand supreme is to build a community that we all have the right to stand supreme together you know you can stand strong on your own but if we're all together you stand supreme um Mm -hmm. it's just a network of people just to bring everyone together and to put try and put we're never going to put a stop to keyboard warriors unfortunately there's always going to be people around that are going to want to pull people down for whatever reason they feel the need to um personally if i see a car that might not be to my taste i do amazing thing where i just keep scrolling or i just don't comment it's that (laughs) that like stupid thing of if you've got nothing nice to say don't say anything at all my mom taught me that from a young age but um unfortunately I think we're in a society which has kind of forgotten that or I don't quite understand it um I've been a victim of it myself and I'm absolutely gobsmacked by the amount of people that have reached out with me in the last few weeks that I experienced it as well which is it's quite terrifying really because I thought it's terrifying it's nice because I thought I was massively on my own and I found out that I'm really not no, you're absolutely not. I think myself and probably Sophie as well have, have come across it or know someone that's 
being attacked uh social media wise or you know it it doesn't just happen um in the automotive side of things obviously that the sort of car modifying scene it, it also happens in motorsport but the thing is i think it's slightly slightly different in terms of how people attack people if that makes sense yeah. um i i've 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 seen um some really really nasty things that have happened and um obviously we'll go through it in a bit more detail with you a bit later on um but i kind of want to go into how stan supreme come about so obviously you've got a really nice logo um how how did that how how did you get that uh, idea? okay so i knew years and years ago i used to run like little car clubs where i live um on the isle of wight and i kind of i backed off from that but it was something that i i massively enjoyed i enjoyed bringing people together i enjoyed bring uh building a community i absolutely um, i thrived off that i absolutely loved it so i wanted to start something and obviously a lot of people will know me as that skyline gal um because girl was taken on instagram so <laughs> yes. i had gal yeah um, so <laughs> which i think probably most people have clicked onto that um so I wanted to start a brand. So I initially started with, I'm going to do brand me for whatever reason. Um, not that I'm anybody special, far from it. There's definitely bigger people out there. Um, so the S, I started with an S logo, which is originally based on the old sort of Sylvia, the S15s, S14s, um, the Skylines, like the, the S logo emblem that you can get on the bonnet. Mm-hmm. So I started with that. Um, and then that's kind of as far as I got with it. I woke up one morning and I was just checking my YouTube and I had a lovely comment from a gentleman to say that if I had teeth like that, I wouldn't be recording myself. Now, again, everyone's entitled to their opinion and not claiming I have perfect teeth. Never have claimed. I've never, you know, never said anything of the sort. Um, Unfortunately, I was I was in school (laughs) back in the days when it wasn't cool to have braces, whereas now like all the trendy kids have them, you know everything like that I've been born with a short jaw you know not that I feel like I should really have to explain myself but here we are yeah and um yeah but um so I was there and I I was sat in a car park and I was just about to see one of my friends I was just like I don't want to do that styling girl because that I don't really represent enough I just represent potentially like a few cars that I own and I just thought I needed to make a stand again for people I used to make a stand for people years ago and then it just suddenly hit me I was like oh s means I could have s stand for stand and I was like but I need something powerful behind that I need and I was like supreme and it literally it was like a light bulb moment and I was like stand supreme we all we can all make a stand individually but if we all come together we we can all stand supreme together yeah um and it would literally snowball effect from that. Um, I contacted uh, one of my friends who was like a vinyl um, sticker maker. And I went, right, I'm going to send you a load of random things. Can you kind of help me put this together? And he went, okay, what? And I went, right, I need stars. And he was like, why? I went, I'm, I'm going to start up Stan Supreme. I was like, and this is for mental health. I was like, I need stars in this because in dark times, stars shine brighter. And that's what everyone apart of this page is going to do. They're going to shine bright. So we all have that. I was like, I need the top to kind of resemble some form of a crown because we all have the sense, like we we can all be important. 
Yeah. Um, you know, we can all feel like a king. We can all feel like a queen, no matter what you drive. I, you know, I started in the Nissan Micra K11 and, you know, in McDonald's yeah. car park. <laughs> regardless, you know, regardless, I've got a skyline now. Even now, it's a poor person's skyline. It's not a GTR. It's a GTT. Yeah. And I just thought, no matter what, everyone everyone starts somewhere and it just kind of it really snowballs so the s is from originally from the whole skyline sylvia scene obviously because i'm a jap girl the yeah. stars for the mental health because in dark times stars shine brighter and it looks like a bit of a crown because we all deserve to be a little bit royal love it and i love, that. <laughs> I love it and obviously you know as soon as you launched it we were there you'll always have our backing for it hence uh, why your, you're your here. support yeah, your support has been absolutely unreal. Even, you know, back in when I had obviously just the original of the Skyline page, um, yeah. it, you know, your support and your shares, everything has been incredible. And I knew, you know, it was nice to have support around you. There's so many, and it's nice to kind of speak to people a bit more. And that's what I love mm. about social media. It's the only good things come from lockdown, like on, um, with the whole thing being about mental health, I started Supreme Sundays, which is a live chat you know yeah. everybody's struggling so much in lockdown I know this one isn't as you know in March everyone you know nobody was going to work I feel there are more people going to work now but yeah. we're in a lockdown a lot of people are on their own I'm a hairdresser um you know my other half works I'm at home on my own and I suffer as much as everybody else does and it just helps to even if it's by a screen to yeah. see somebody to speak to somebody supreme Sundays have just literally been incredible response of seven o'clock on a Sunday every Sunday during lockdown I go live I make a cup of tea to which I've always got with me they go on for so long now I have to make a flask so <laughs> I make sure I've got enough <laughs> one now I've got one now haven't you <laughs> uh, always I've always got a cup of tea on the go I promise you PG tips need to be sponsoring me oh and, um, you have tea all day every day oh, I just I am a sucker I reckon I'm gonna be at car shows and people are just gonna be bringing me cups of tea at this rate you know and, um, what? You're gonna get sponsored by PG Tips, and then all, you're gonna have like your car wrapped, and it's just gonna look like a massive PG Tips. Look, I don't have to pay for a cup of tea. They can chuck PG over the side of the skyline if they want. Well, if it works, it works. <laughs> the amount of tea I go through. <laughs> right, I'm just gonna pre-warn everyone now, so they might just have to turn it down or listen to another episode um we might have a few offensive words but um I kind of want to go into the sorts of um bullying that you've faced personally and what sort of things that have been said to you in particular obviously this isn't the type of topic we're going to sugarcoat because we generally need to talk about it and obviously you've said there's been quite a few people that it's affected and you know we need to talk about it it's something that's not real. not been talked about for for many years and mm. I think finally now people are okay about talking about it yeah yeah it's uh I if, do you know what I even get like a I get yeah. like a bit it kind of hits you you're like oh, okay you've got to talk about mental health don't don't say anything that you you mm. know it's going to make you feel uncomfortable we just yeah Yes, we just want wanted to, if you were happy with it, just to yeah. um, let people know that they're not alone. Do you know, yeah. like, there are so many horrible people out there just, that, like you said earlier, are just keyboard warriors. And, I mean, I've 
I've not experienced bullying in the online scene yet. Fingers crossed. No one sends me messages after this. Yeah. <laughs> that I <was> rubbish. <laughs> but um, I had I was bullied at school. You know, I, I had yeah I had the boys following me into the girls' toilets and throwing rocks at my head and you know just stuff like that and being called tree trunk thighs just real silly things that I don't got, make any sense I got called and tree trunk legs as well when I got bullied it's just ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah you know yeah, I'm I'm five foot two I definitely get that my, and I, I've got tiny little legs it's just silly so if it's too much we completely understand yeah um no so that's a, it's got to be talked about I mean I have I have recorded something to go up on YouTube to explain everything that I've been through and I I did it in one take and it's when I was in a real low state and I did it and it's from the heart unfortunately mm. I can't watch it back I can't yeah. edit it because I can't I get through it and I don't cry because I don't cry on camera something I always said I would never do you know I, I don't do crying on camera and um I, I can't actually bring myself to edit it because every time I watch it back, I just get into a right state. And yeah. so this is going to be the perfect way for me to explain to people about it. Not maybe as an in-depth because I can't, yeah, <laughs> I can't, I won't get through the bloody thing otherwise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of get it to a sense of, I chuck myself out on social media. I could hide under a rock. I, you know, I put myself on Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Those are my choices. If I wanted a quiet, peaceful life and didn't want, you know, comments, then I, you know, I could just go, I won't do that. And I did do that years ago. I went for a very, very bad patch in my life. And I went, I think it's like nine months to a year without any forms of social media. I took everything off my phone because I was getting horrendous bullying um, online, which was you know, I mean, that was quite locally. And for that, I just came off of everything. That was just localised sort of horrible nastiness, which I would never, ever, that's something I can't, I wrote, I can't go down. But yeah. that was something I'd never wish on my my biggest enemy, what I went through, the darkest times in my life. And I kind of put a door behind it and I don't really open it or revisit it. But it made me a better person. Then, obviously, I... I had my skyline for many years and then all of a sudden I think it became quite cool to be a girl with an R34 skyline. I don't know why it just, you know, and obviously that does attract um, attention and I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, I've never posed next to my car. Everyone's feel free to go look at my social media. You know, I have, but I just, again, like I've said before, if, if you don't like it, unfollow me, unsubscribe yeah. to me there. If you want a drop dead gorgeous six foot blonde, size six who looks stunning do you know what I mean absolutely stunning there are plenty of girls out there like that and I you know I just think and some of them I know personally and they're beautiful inside and out unfortunately I'm five foot two um I haven't probably got the best looking face unless I'm using a snapchat filter but it's I just don't understand why people have felt the need to leave nasty abusive messages in privately and publicly for people to see now if I was to watch a video and I thought somebody's teeth weren't 100% straight I would not go out of my way to tell that person that they shouldn't be recording themselves they shouldn't be on social media because the way their teeth look I would not tell somebody that or comment if I looked like that I would go kill myself 
how the hell can you walk around looking like that mm-hmm. and I mean I've become stronger to it now it was the first ones I did I was uh it was a Toyota Pomeroy trophy back in February uh, me and my boyfriend have matching cars we bought each other the same car for Christmas believe it or not that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't like sort of set up at all recorded a little video saying how cool it is you know you've, you've both got the same look toy style that's quite cute now anyway that was the first time that anyone had ever recorded me I wasn't in charge of recording it or editing going oh actually I don't look that brilliant there they they shared it and I was like this is amazing Toyota recorded me Toyota have put this video up and then I could see like some people shared it and I just went through and clicked on it and a guy had commented saying you want to spend if I had teeth and a face like that I'd spend money on sorting that out instead of modifying my car now I should have left it again I know it was literally do you know what it was the second day of lockdown in March Mm. and I should have left it and there's like this little burst of fire in me and I was like I'm not having that so I messaged him saying that's a lovely comment you've just left and he put get your wonky ass face out of my inbox um so I was like this was the first time really that I'd had a comment about my teeth now I know my teeth aren't perfect obviously I know I I mean I've got jaw surgery to sort out my teeth it's not just a case of getting braces I don't massively want my jaw broken but um it was the first real time that it was kind of brought to my attention I guess I, I don't know I'd never really heard it that way. Okay, so you get comments at school and stuff but you kind of just dismiss it a bit mm. and I was really shocked and it really really hurt and mm. it teared me right right down to the floor it really really did so then I just used the whole thing of social media and screenshotted it and put it on my uh, my Facebook and it just went nuts I mean obviously loads of people were really nice really kind they're like oh you know don't don't let one nasty comment get to you blah 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 and then you kind of I just I was just remember spending about an hour staring in the mirror Mm. just looking at my teeth I'd just like to say Laura that we think you're beautiful inside and out (laughs) yeah and you know it I can totally imagine how it would feel to have somebody be so personal who doesn't know you at all and yeah to make such a personal comment for no reason at all it's really it's just beyond nasty and I'm I'm the same as you I have a massive fire in my belly and I stick up for myself and I cannot like if someone's nasty I can't I can't ignore it and that I'm always scared that if I ever get famous which I probably won't ever get famous but if I ever do (laughs) that's something that I know will affect me in the future if people like when people troll me because it's inevitable if you if you're in the limelight you're going to get trolled and it's something I know that I wouldn't be able to control and deal with like I know it would affect me personally because I've always been self-conscious and always will be like you know most women are um but to have somebody so personal it's just I think you've dealt with it incredibly well to be honest with you and, and I think and yeah, I know I have, to, I have to. I'm going to have to be careful now. I represent Stan Supreme because normally I would just probably go punch somebody, but I'm quite aware that I'm probably not allowed to do that now. <laughs> hey, it's no. lockdown. Not even allowed to hug someone. <laughs> this is true. I think if you could just tell us, you know, we know how you've turned it into positivity with Stan mm. Supreme and how you've managed to turn that around. What would be your advice to somebody who is going through something that? 
like you've been through like if there's somebody out there who's listening to this who's thinking wow I'm in the car scene and that sounds really familiar to what I've been gone through what would be your advice (laughs) don't do anything that I did initially because I'm probably the worst example I've learned from my mistakes so believe it or not the best thing I did and I have had people reach out to me going I don't know what to do initially for me I came off social media it was the best thing that I ever did because I realized that social media isn't the the whole of your world it's a virtual world it's not Mm. real at the end of the day it it doesn't pay your bills it doesn't put fuel in your car the same as nobody's opinion is paying for the money that goes in your car so their opinion is completely irrelevant so I, I mean I took a break of social media I think that was a brilliant thing for me to do I can't stress that enough to people if you are going through it come join Stan Supreme because there's a loads, loads of us together shameless plug um you know and I just think just ignore it because again like I said I fired up to that and that one really spiraled out of control so quickly because the fuel you know the fire that like you've just said you know you've got in your belly as well don't react to it because it's what they want I can't stress to people enough and the biggest thing that I've learned the the comments that I get nine times out of ten is an eight-year-old lad in his bedroom with a post of a Ferrari and he just got nothing else better to do than to hate on somebody or just to put a snide little comment (laughs) yeah do you know what unfortunately it's the biggest thing I've learned they're not all like it but it is just don't react so I just look at it now and I just it still hurts a little bit, but I've just learned to laugh it off because it's it's just going to happen. And I just think, you know, you look at, you know, big celebrities, they get it. You know, that, I've forgotten her name, that lovely girl of um, Little Mix, you know, she was getting death threats and stuff like that for oh the way God. that she looked. I mean, yeah, it's just absolutely horrendous. It just proves that everybody gets it. And really, like, you know, she had death threats. Well, you're going to kill her because the way that she, what, because the way that she looks, like, I just think, who, who, who has the time in their life? I don't have the time to troll anybody. I, yeah. I literally don't yeah. have the time at all. So I just don't know how people find the time for it. But yeah, biggest bit of advice is ignore it. And you know, people go, oh, it's so easy to have been done. If you can't, just switch off social media. Just just take a step back and make yourself strong, strong enough. I went away, made myself stronger mentally and physically. Again, because I want to lead a load of people. So I've got mm. to make sure I am strong yeah and and then come back to it because unfortunately we can't stop it none of us can stop it it's it's going to happen you know like I say it happens for your school life it happens in workplaces it does happen but we can build a community together where we go actually no do you know what it's not okay it's not okay because you've got a French car because you've got a German car it's not the latest click car you've not got the latest Ford you've not you know you've not got the latest motorbike you've only got a CBT you've not got a full bike license you know whatever people people are always going to nitpick something Mm. no matter what no matter what and at the end of the day we can't stop it but we can all make a stand together and at least have a lovely community where you just go do you know what if you've got this sticker or whatever on your car or if you've got the air freshener or anything like that that you can walk up to any automotive show or anything like that and go, I can speak to them because they're not going to turn around. I've had it in the past and go, who are you? You know, somebody's going to go, oh, I know they're right. I know they're not going to make a stupid comment. I've walked up to people's cars at car shows at Silverstone and gone, oh, I love your car. And they've just looked at me like, what do you want? I'm like, oh, I don't know, just like a chat or, you know, <laughs> I've got the same car. And yeah, that's yeah. all I want. I just want to build community, but just ignore okay. it because 
yeah that's the best thing I think that's real good advice to be honest with you and mm. unfortunately we live in a society with social media and online it's just it's part of everyday life and so we can't really escape things like that it is it is a world that is so fantastic because it enables you know we would have never spoken to you or met you before I mean no. you're in the Isle of Wight it's incredible that we're speaking to you right now and that we can bring your chat and your advice to everybody who's listening but it, in the same way there are lots of negatives to social media you can't you know people you don't know can message you they can see what you're up to and so I think that's really good advice you know just do it until you feel you can cope with it switch it off if you if you can't handle it and just find your own way of of managing it and then you've got this great community that you've created for people to reach out to if they feel like it's too much and I think on that note we should probably move on to some some car things Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> talk <laughs> about, the excitement. <laughs> talk about Vinny. Talk about your lovely car because I don't want to focus on just the negative things, no. you know. And I don't know how you've got an an amazing, beautiful car. I mean, my dream car is actually an R thirty four, but in Millennium Jade. Oh, um, good girl. Yeah, I am very jealous. Um, so Deborah didn't know that. <laughs> so yeah tell us about tell us about your car and how did you first get into the modified car scene uh i got in the modified car scene probably um i reckon 95 percent of people could probably relate this if you're in the modified car scene i got in the modified car scene because of the mcdonald's car park um <laughs> yes don't yeah. Get car park. yeah do you know what <laughs> let's we also go oh look at those chavs in mcdonald's car park i also yeah. i'm a hairdresser and people go oh, what's your hobby? I'm like, oh, like, I'm into cars. And they're like, oh, what, like, classic cars? I'm like, no, basically, not that I go to McDonald's car park anymore, really, now. I'm not cool or young enough. But um, it's, everybody starts there. So I just go, I'm just, like, a boy racer, but a girl version. But I don't, I'm not, like, the, the chavvy type, but I am. But I'm not. And I'm like, Do you know what? Yeah, I'm just a chav. Honestly, like, I, I think I... I first got into cars. I mean, it was always underlying, but I, when I first got into that scene... Yeah, um, it was because I was making a documentary um, for my uni project about drifting. And oh, wow. I, yeah, literally just like went down to Ace Calf and was just like, right, I'm going to bloody do this. I found this place online. I'm going to go down. And I'm just going to ask people questions. And everyone was like, you're a police officer. You're a fed. <laughs> we don't because it was like that typical sort of chavvy car scene. Yeah, and then yeah. I ended up like making friends with them and then they ended up like going out all the time with people and just getting into drifting I had a Ford KA that was my first car and yeah like they were teaching me how to handbrake turn it in the car you know, it was, you know <laughs> I've been there I'm not proud to admit it but we've all been there so I think that's how I blew the head gasket but you know just we'll, we'll breeze over that um <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say me personally it was all about the music and the in the bass and in the in the speakers and stuff so obviously my my first car was like an RH Citroen Saxo 1.1i and I didn't do any skids or donuts or anything I, I was too scared about crashing and other bits and um yeah I, I love just, a Saxo Saxos are awesome yeah did you have like, one did did you have the one that had the um, buttons to get into, like the security buttons? 
Did you actually? No, mine was no. like proper bog standard. It was in racing green. I remember it being a green, so I wanted like a racing green. And I was so obsessed in getting this like Kenwood head unit with all these lights and stuff on it. And then I just wanted this massive subwoofer in, in my boot. And by, by the time I'd got round to it, I was like, nah, I can't afford this. And then I sacked it off, but I still got the head unit. <laughs> but I, I couldn't do all the wiring or anything. So I thought, nah, I'm giving up. Um, but don't get me wrong, when it comes to cars now, if I had the money, there are some out there I would just love to purchase. One of them is a, is a Skyline. I was going to say, yeah, one of those is a Skyline. Yeah. yeah. See, when I... When I bought my Skyline, it wasn't, I don't think it was that much of a cool car. They seem to, I've, said, I've had mine five years in June. We have we have a little anniversary date, but they weren't that, I swear they weren't that cool then. Well, they weren't, well, they weren't as bloody expensive as they are now. I was going to say, money they, now. Yeah. good luck buying one now. It's just ridiculous. Any jack I, car just oh, you know, I desperately want another one and I have been looking, but I've been looking for the budget that I had five years ago, which turns out, but you can't really buy a lot for that anymore. <laughs> what other cars do you have? <clears throat> so I have a Toyota Starlet SR. So the SR is like a uh, limited like edition one, but like a Toyota Starlet. So the non-turbo version of the Glanza. I also have a Sony D-Series Honda Civic Coupe. I'd love to put a B-Series engine in it, but yeah, I bought that on a random Uh yeah, that's kind of where that starts and ends. I <laughs> just bought it because I wanted a Honda because I <laughs> love my Hondas. And I have a, I did my CBT uh, two years ago in August and I've got a Honda MSX or Grom 125 as well. I love your wow. little motorbike. I really do. Daffy. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously I, na- I name all my vehicles as well. <laughs> Bizarrely. <laughs> Oh, so I have I have Vinny, Buddy, uh, Justin and Daffy. Buddy's my little starlet and then Justin's my Civic. Like it. Well, Justin sound American. Justin. Yeah, he is. He's like, <laughs> I don't quite know what my plans were. Well, my original plans were, I think uh, Honda Civics, people can argue it, but I reckon they're one of the best handling cars. And the uh, original idea was I bought it for track days and then obviously COVID happened. So it was like, oh. Okay, that's that's not really a thing then, but it's uh, it's like my 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 boyfriend, he also names his car, so he's got a Supra. So we we love to live the fast and furious life, rolling down the street in a Skyline and a Supra. Is that a Supra? So is that a Supra? Is it orange or is it? No, it's you know it's really nice. It's like a midnight purple. It's like the Skyline midnight purple. Oh, nice. It should be mine. I wish I bought it now. That, that's like yeah. proper couple girls right there. Proper couple yeah. girls. Yeah. But he <laughs> names his as well. So his one's called Shakira. So we've got Vinny and Shakira. I'm just so excited, Sophie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're so excited? Yeah. Why are you so excited? I just just like talking about cars. I just get so excited. <laughs> You know Do what, you know what people all... say to me? It must be so cool to be with a car guy. And I'm like, honestly, ask him. I think he gets sick to death of me going, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Should we go buy this? Should we go buy that? I think we're all just like, 
just absolutely dying to like get back out at a car meet and the thing yeah. is like I used to go for car meets quite a lot but I used to go to the chavvy ones and now I just think I was dying to go to like a motorsport event but I got a bit bored of car meets after a while because it sent, tended to be the same sort of people doing donuts and like nearly crashing and things but now I'd go for anything, <laughs> anything <laughs> do you know what I long to be back at McDonald's car park till two o'clock in the morning right now. I know. Do you remember King of the Ring when that was still open? And like, I don't know if you ever went, but they had like the main bit where the drifting would go on. And then they had a car park at the back and they had like all the speaker competitions and like. Oh, that's all so of that. cool. Yeah, it was real good. I only went to like, I think two or three of them before it shut down. But um, Oh, no. I've never been to one. Obviously, I've got the issue where I'm on the Isle of Wight. Everything's a bloody ferry, which costs an absolute fortune to get on and off of it. So, and it's normally a two o'clock, like two a.m. start to get a four a.m. ferry. Gosh. That yeah. So when ridiculous. when people see me at Silverstone by about two o'clock, I'm flagging because I've been up since two o'clock in the morning, got ready, got a four a.m. ferry, then driven all the way up to Silverstone. So people like, if anyone comes to see me at a car show, natter away to me first thing in the morning because in the afternoon I'm flagging. <laughs> all, you, all you need is a cup of tea. That's all you need. <laughs> always, always need a cup of tea in my life, I swear. I've run out now, I'm fuming. I just literally had to check my mug, I've run out. Well, I was going to ask you, or Deb was supposed to ask you about your it. YouTube channel. Um, and your day job. And I, I just want to ask you a quick question. So what is the like scene like in the Isle of Wight? I mean, I'm guessing you don't have any tracks there. I've we don't been. have any motorways, so I don't feel we're ever going to get a track. You know, you might have one in your garden. I don't know. You see those sort of things on Facebook. <laughs> YouTube yeah. ain't paying me that well yet. I'm guessing there's quite a lot of, I mean, you get your teenagers still, don't you? So there's probably that. Have you, have you always lived in Isle of Wight or is it? Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, born and bred. I have, well, do you know, I don't think I've been off the island for like a year now, thanks to COVID. So I'm normally off like in the summer from about May to September. I'm off like at least once a month at a car show because, I mean, there is a car scene down here. I, I used to do like car meets on the island and stuff many, many moons ago. I used to organise little mo local meets. But I just... There's always there's always the different clicks and you're never going to you're never going to stop that. Obviously, we've got the, like the there's quite a big Ford scene over here. Well, I just think in the UK generally is a modified car scene. The Fords, the, the STs and the RSs, they're, they're lovely and cheap and for the young, the younger sort of generation to ensure and to modify. They're really popular. There is there are certain places, you know, on a summer evening, you can go down to the seafront. We call it like the boating lake. There'll be cars. You can go to McDonald's car park. There's like, there's just certain places, you know, there's always going to be people. But there is a car scene down here. I just don't, I don't know. I just, I don't really have much of a, I personally, I don't have much of a car scene down here, I guess. I've, maybe I've grown up a little bit, so I'm not out every night. I don't know. I was going to say, maybe you're just not going out as much. <laughs> No, I think what the problem is, is I, I didn't mind people doing handbrake turns when I had a Micra or I just had a Civic, you know, and people being idiots. I didn't really care that much. I thought it was hilarious. But when I've got a 22 grand R34 part there, I'm a little bit more like, don't do that near my car, please. And then I just think, then I'm just becoming an old, miserable person. So I just don't go out. 
I bet you turn up and everybody's like, do a skit. Oh, and you're yeah. just like, go away. <laughs> yeah. I know. I feel the best, the best comment was, well, it must have been two years ago now. I pulled up to McDonald's car park and I was in my little Toyota Starlet. And I was really chuffed with myself because I put a little sub and amp in the boot. So I was showing my friend and a, a little young lad, bless him, had literally said, you want to try buying a decent car before you modify it. And one of my friends <laughs> turned around and said, her other car is an R34. So that was quite funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so when I think of like the mod- modified car scene, I kind of think of Max Power magazine or Fast Car magazine. So from your own personal experience and obviously when when did you kind of decide you know what I like cars I'm gonna get involved with like modified car scene you know when when did it happen I was I was with a friend I don't I don't even know how it happened I was always into Formula One yeah every Sunday uh well obviously I started hairdressing when I was quite young so Saturdays I was in like the salon obviously I was going to do the qualifying but on a Sunday religiously I started trying to get up early on a Sunday morning watch to qualify then watch the race on the Sunday afternoon so I've always kind of been into cars I come from a family of like petrol heads anyway uh, I don't know how I quite got into modified cars as much. I remember always sneaking into my brother's room and stealing the Fast and Furious video and like running back into my room and watching it and then having to quickly rewind it and put it back in his room before he came home. So he didn't know <laughs> I'd watched it. So, and I loved all that. And obviously for me, that's how the skyline kind of was like, I want that car. And then I just ended up in McDonald's car park one night. One of the girls who I knew said, um, yeah, do you want to, do you want to kind of come for a drive with us? I was like, would you? you mean come for a drive and the next thing I was out till two o'clock she texted the next night and she went do you want to come out again and then someone says you want to put some alloy wheels on your car and it just kind of escalated very quickly from that next thing I know I've got a modified Nissan Micra (laughs) (laughs) oh I love that so um obviously it's escalated to you now having a YouTube channel um how long has that been going for now so YouTube has been going just over a year it's I don't know I don't quite know what it's just random car stuff and bike stuff to be fair it's just well go on (laughs) yeah everyone go and have a little look so it's just everything's pretty much under that skyline gal I just do I've done a few little well I initially started doing a couple of car shows a few friends have given me their cars and said take them out for a little drive so there's cars that I've been able to take out that I wouldn't normally drive don't claim to be supercar blondie I mean I think the best way to explain myself is I'm basically the wish version so if you just lower your standards from supercar blondie to what you imagine the wish version would look like here I am and yeah I just go for a little bit of a drive a little bit of a chat and just about my general cars I mean you know stuff's kind of dried up recently because of bloody lockdown and the so Toyota Yaris love that oh the supercharged so that yeah so the supercharged Toyota Yaris that was lockdown purchase number one I fell asleep and I woke up and the other half had a massive smile on his face and I went smiling at him and I might explore something I went what he went you know I said about a supercharger I went oh like at nine o'clock this morning you mentioned something he went yeah I've just bought it and (laughs) next thing I know it was it was here and it was in the garage and he fitted it all himself and the thing is savage like it just like it doesn't look that modified from the outside if you imagine a Toyota Yaris coming past you imagine your nan driving and all of a sudden it starts going like squealing for a supercharger from the bonnet it was just just insane (laughs) 
I love that. I wish I wish you could give us a little like you know a little rev right now, but I would try and do an impression of it, but it's very very poor. <laughs> They've had such great reviews at the minute. They're like little pocket rockets. I had one years ago. It was my second car was a Yaris T Sport, but they are massively underestimated. I've seen a T Sport, so it's got the one point five engine in it. Obviously, the Nam one's probably like a one liter or a one point three, but they're just. <laughs> I mean, I'm a I'm a massive fan of obviously Jap stuff and. Toyota I just think their stuff's incredible it's so well built but the way that thing drives it's just incredible the handling is so good yeah well I can't say I've experienced that seeing as I went from KA to Corsa to Clio with a straight pipe and a, and a small turbo on it um, which I've just sold. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm slowly catching up and one day I'll have a really cool car. <laughs> um, so on that note, I think we have had an absolutely wicked chat with you today. Yes. Um, I've really, really enjoyed it. And I just, I think you're pretty cool, to be honest. So that's the first I've been called cool in my life. No, you, you are je- definitely cool yeah so we will um we'll just end with something a little bit fun deb do you want to do the honors yeah i'll do the honors so before we go and we're doing it with every guest we're asking you for your favorite song that you'd listen to while driving and then we're gonna build a spotify playlist and then obviously when people are behind the wheel they can put this playlist on and listen away and obviously think of us all us girls supporting girls and you know that that nice little community um and just building it a bit more so laura what song are you going to pick and why oh see my initial thing would be to say i'm not a cool kid at all and if you hear my see my windows moving it's not through base of a cool song it'd probably be lion king um Hakuna Matata but I guess if we make way if we're making a Spotify cool list I'm gonna go David Guetta and Sia uh, I think it is Titanium yes True. yeah yeah you're bulletproof nothing to lose far away that's literally what very, I stand for everyone is, is bulletproof you got nothing to lose let yeah. them keep coming with the comments yeah, we we got this together. We got very, it. Very apt. Good yes. choice. Wow. I think I think this playlist is shaping up to be a, a belter, to be honest. And I'm uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, it'll be good. I think we might have to put Hakuna Matata on anyway, just because I'm that's also on. a tune. I'm putting yeah, it's a tune. You get, you, get, you get two songs basically. We, we're a special treat. <laughs> wow, that is special treatment. I appreciate that. <laughs> um yeah, we honestly thank you so much for coming on tonight. It's been absolutely oh, I've loved great. it. I absolutely loved it. It's so nice to, like I say, to speak to more people uh, in the the modified car world and automotive sort of motorsport industry. I absolutely love it. I love speaking to people with similar passions. Yeah, it is lovely. And um, to anybody listening, if you want to obviously hop on um, Supreme Sundays, if I've got that right. Supreme um, Sundays at seven. It's all the S's for anybody that's got a lisp. I'm sorry. <laughs> Perfect. And I'm guessing that's on your Instagram channels and your YouTube. Yeah. Um, uh, like any details towards that. 
so yeah it's been great to have you and um we'll chat to you soon laura yes thank you for having me you're thank more you than so welcome much. and we'll carry on supporting you and yes stay there appreciate it yeah okay. bye. bye bye so we really enjoyed that chat with laura as you can tell and um, it's good to know that we can really support each other and also find out a bit more of the automotive modified car scene um, if you want to show some love for our podcast by leaving us a review, liking and subscribing, that'd be fantastic. Thanks for listening to the B Velocity podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode. If you'd like to get involved in building our global community, then please drop us a DM. Bye for now. Bye. See you later. Engineered. Driven. Created.